everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Water Women podcast. My name is Jill and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. And I'm joined today by two guests instead of one. I have Michaela and Madison here with me. Hi guys. Hello. Hey. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, really good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So how about you guys start out and talk a little bit about yourself? So Michaela, let's hear from you. How did you, like, what do you do? Who are you? How did you fall in love with the ocean? That kind of stuff. Um, so my name is Michaela, as you already said, and I'm a marine biologist. Um, I did my bachelor's in marine biology at JCU uh, in Australia. And I fell in love with the ocean from a very young age, I would say. I started snorkeling when I was about like five and my dad was really into the ocean. So we always went camping down by the beach and things like that. And pretty much since I was about like eight years old, I was like, I'm going to be a marine biologist. And I never looked back (laughs) and just fully committed uh, and just went for it. Even uh, when people told me not to. So just stick with your dreams. That's my motto. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And um, pretty much, yeah, I've just been finished uni. I've been working in um, the aquaculture industry for the past year. Um, and I'm actually about to go start my master's. So, Oh, that's exciting. so exciting. What are you doing your master's on? Um, I'm actually doing my master's in marketing communication, which is a bit of a, a 180 from marine <laughs> biology. But I'm wanting to get more into um, sustainability marketing and working with businesses and brands to make them more sustainable, um, try to take... I guess, yeah, more action from a large kind of corporate scale. And because I think that's where the problem uh, really lies. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I think that is fantastic to use that for that. Madison, what about you? How did you get into marine biology? And I think your path is a little less direct than Michaela's. Yeah, mine's a little strange. Um, So I actually, (laughs) for a really long time, like when I was a child, wanted to be a paleontologist, just love dinosaurs with all my heart. Um, And then for some reason, I got into theater and musical theater. And I did that for most of my life, I would say. Um, And then I don't really know when I decided marine biology was for me. It was just one day I was sitting in class and I was thinking to myself, like, I don't know if I want to do musical theater the rest of my life, but it's, it's not really an easy life. It's hard. It's competitive. And I am very emotional. <laughs> I don't do very well with that. So I am um, about to, not to say marine biology isn't because marine biology is insanely competitive in some aspects, but I am, um, I don't know. I was just like looking up careers and I just kind of found this and whales were my favorite animal. So at the time I was like, Oh, maybe I could get into like, whale research or like uh cetaceans and then I don't know that didn't happen (laughs) um, when I got to undergrad I started working with um zooplankton so I worked with mysid shrimp and freshwater ecosystems for a long time um looking at microplastics and uh doing some basic molecular analysis um and then I really got into coral reefs and I really just kind of had this idea. I just wanted to explore like every kind of ecosystem to kind of find out like what I wanted to do. Um, so I spent some time in Indonesia um, with a friend, Ali. We just decided like, hey, let's study abroad for a summer. And that was kind of really the experiments that kind of shaped my like idea of what I wanted to do. 
Um, I don't dive, so I spent that whole trip snorkeling, which was like fun and also like very hard because since I was the only snorkeler, I could be in the water all the time. Like I didn't have to take breaks like all the divers did. And so I was just constantly being overworked <laughs> doing different aspects of people's projects. And, um, but it was really cool because I got to do a little bit of everything. And now I am getting my master's at the University of the Virgin Islands in St. Thomas, um, which is right next to Puerto Rico, if people out there don't really know where we are. Um, we're U.S. territory. Um, and then I work with seagrass now. <laughs> Um, so I'm doing like seagrass. seagrass. Yeah, right. Who doesn't? Honestly, it's kind of hard not to love. It's just such an interesting community. And so, yeah, I'm doing seagrass genetics and I'm kind of, I'm looking at an invasive species called Holophila stipulaceae. So I kind of want to see, um, how palatable it is to different invertebrates. So I'm, I'm doing like, uh, water table trials to kind of test, like, are they going to eat this invasive species since it's, it's taking out kind of our native populations. And so I kind of want to see how it's going to affect um, different communities that are in the seagrass. Um, yeah, and then I just finished up uh, another project on coral reefs with my cohort. So we have to do this thing called a capstone project. So it was um, on stony coral tissue loss disease. So we just wrapped that up and we're currently working on the manuscript for publication. Um, and then I just got offered a position as social media coordinator for Global Coral Reef Week. So I've definitely found like a little bit of love for um, social media outreach during this coronavirus stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of like a different way to reach people. And so um, this is going to be the second time I'm running like a social media campaign. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I do agree with uh, your saying that marine biology is a competitive program, but in a way, oh, it's yeah. almost it's different competitive than musical theater would be because, like, while it's competitive, I find it's also a very like uplifting and tight knit group for the most part. Yeah, everyone's very supportive. I think. Yeah, it's not as cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, that's. In theater, it's very like, I want this role and you want this role. So like, let's fight to the death. <laughs> like, in marine biology, it's like, let's collaborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's work on this together. Two heads are better than one. And uh, Michaela, I love that your path is very similar to mine, where it's like you've known forever. Yeah. Because I have too. Yeah. I think it's good. I think, I think it's really, uh, yeah, it's interesting just because I have a lot of friends like Maddie as well who haven't like had the most direct path into marine bio and I think in some ways maybe not saying that's like that's better but I just feel like I've just had like been so gung-ho <laughs> in what I wanted to do for so long that it's almost like a little bit you have your blinkers on and you just like have such a big goal and you're just like I'm, this is what I want to do that's what I'm you know I think it's good to have that drive but in some ways I feel like you you tend to miss other things as well on the way and now once I finish my degree I'm kind of discovering other aspects and through working um, with different organizations and women ocean science all these different things you're finding all these other things that I actually really enjoy too um, which is good but I mean it would have been cool if I knew that when I started my degree as well. <laughs> So I actually met you both through the Women in Ocean Science Facebook page uh, with that Mad started the best Facebook page. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but specifically, I met you guys through the LEAD Ambassador Program because you guys are both part of that, right? Yeah. yeah. So Michaela and I run the Ambassador Program for Women in Ocean Science. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what that is? Um, so the LEAD Ambassador Program came up, I'd say, probably was it about a year ago now. Yeah. Yeah, about a year ago, we started to um, come up with the idea for the LEAD Ambassador Program. And I think Women Ocean Science had already been kind of uh, established for about six months to a year at this point. So we were just trying to look at trying to grow and develop our um, community into something, I guess, bigger and I guess more involved instead of just being the traditional social media platforms like we have our Instagram and our Facebook groups. It was kind of about engaging uh, women in our communities uh, all over the world, especially uh, young women or women of any age at universities, um, just because that's where we thought, you know, we have a lot of people studying to be a marine biologist or people studying science who are interested in the ocean or people who just have a general love for the ocean that maybe want to um, collaborate with us, run events with us and just promote the message of women in ocean science, which is just to promote women in science and promote what they are doing and to come together as a group and I guess just lift each other up you know and be a support as well and just sometimes when you're studying too it can be quite tough and be quite stressful as I'm sure we all know it's sometimes nice to have you know someone who may be a lead ambassador at your university and you can come together and um, I guess support each other so that was the idea really behind the lead ambassador program to just be able to take women in ocean science from a digital space and actually put it into a physical uh, community environment um, everywhere to make it like a global, I guess I'll say a global movement, but like a global community of women. So, yeah. And it's going really well so far. We have, I think, about over 50, it is. 50 lead ambassadors now. So We have, a, I think we have 60 now. Oh, we have 60, yeah. So. It's grown like so much yeah and- I because I just added a few <laughs> that is awesome how did you guys go about becoming lead ambassadors or did you help create the lead ambassador program so yeah. Michaela and I aren't lead ambassadors we're the project coordinators for the ambassador program so we're kind of like I like to call us the ambassador moms um, and I really want to get that on a t-shirt because I think that'd just be so fun but, um, so I got into women in ocean science i when i was in indonesia i met mads who's our founder who i think was on a previous podcast with you um and she kind of brought me in i i applied originally for the editor position um which is the people who kind of edit and create the blog content that um you guys see on our website um and she was like hey like i think you'd be great at an editor but here's something you'd be even better at and she introduced me to michaela and then me and michaela met a lot and we became just awesome little partners in crime and yeah. we started to launch this ambassador program and um it's as she said it's it's come a long way we try to get so basically what it is is we have like one to two and Michaela might have already said this um ambassadors at a university um and right now the bulk of our ambassadors are in the UK Australia and the US um, and then we have a few stragglers. So we have a bunch in um, Africa as well, South Africa. And we have a few in China or one in China. So we have them. They're all over the place. They're really fun. They are, um, yeah. And they 
basically when we're not under quarantine, they host events within their community and their university. So a lot of times they'll do beach cleanups or they'll do um, like video nights. So they'll play like movies, like, um, like documentary kind of marine biology things for their community. And it's all women based, right? Um, except for community events where they'll invite everybody because we try to be welcoming and you know, we know that marine biology isn't just for women. So um, no, it's just, it's just, really, <laughs> it's just really like a, like a, like Michaela said, like it's a way to bring these girls together and it's stressful during your undergrad and graduate and we have PhD students and I can't imagine what they're going through. Yeah. And so it's just really nice to have this like com supportive community. You know, we just had a, um, one of our LAs got into vet school and she posted on the page and everybody was congratulating her. And I just know that made her feel so good. And so it's just one of those things where we want to encourage all of these marine biology women who are in a male dominated field to be the best that they can be and work hard for what they have. And, and it's just truly an awesome program. So that's kind of how I got involved and why I love women in ocean science is just, I just love the message behind it. Um, I know Michaela probably had a little different of a path getting involved in uh, women in ocean science, though. So, yeah, yeah Michaela, tell tell us about how you got involved. Yeah, so I I started in ocean science uh, pretty much like a month or two after Mads Arthiander first launched it. So I think she launched it in August of 2018, and then I joined in October, and I was one of the first groups that we had of um, editors to come on board. So I initially applied. Uh, actually for another uh, like another organization called the Marine Diaries which Mads also has co-founded um, and I applied for an editor role there but they obviously didn't get it but <laughs> I got <laughs> but, but Mads emailed me and she had an opportunity because she just started Women Ocean Science she was like come along it's going to be really cool it's going to be this you know this thing with women and marine science and I was like yeah this sounds really cool and so uh, I decided to come on board as an editor and then I was editing and writing blogs for the first like year really and then um, she was talking with me about this ambassador program and just an idea in one of our me uh, meetings that we had and then um, she told me that she found another girl to do it with me because I said I'd be really keen to do it because I really wanted to I love writing and I love editing but I also really like just interacting with people and getting to know people from all over the world and and I guess bringing like yeah bringing people together and having something to something common to celebrate to share and to love and so it was really cool to be a part of actually starting the <laughs> starting the um, lead ambassador program. Um, so I'm really yeah. lucky and really grateful. It's also, yeah, I'm super grateful that I have Maddie because she's the best, the best person ever. <laughs> and she does all the, she does all the, the chasing up and the emailing and, and uh, I do the website stuff. So we, we have like this good kind of dynamic, <laughs> which is oh, good. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's so nice having a partner. I can't imagine doing this program yeah, like just by I myself. <laughs> I think it would be like we wouldn't be on top of it as we are. So, um, yeah, we're lucky it's two of us. Well, I was lucky enough to join the LA program or lead ambassador program. And I have to say, <laughs> you guys are doing a fantastic job running it. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> it does mean a lot. Always... Sometimes it feels like 
there's we can't do anything right so it's good to hear that we are or like we try we have stuff planned like every time I get involved in like beach cleanups like a pandemic happens or it's raining all day why or you have a hurricane or something right that happened to me no you guys do a fantastic job at it and I have to say like I always feel supported and if I ever have questions about like what I can do or what I should be doing I'm happy to reach out to almost anyone in the group especially you two because it's just such like an uplifting and close-knit group and everyone is so kind and we're all supporting one another like we might all be kind of in the same positions but there's always like positive vibes in there yeah there are definitely yeah everyone's just really supportive and I mean, yeah, everyone's really going through the same things because as we said, like everyone in the, who's lead ambassador is at university. So everyone's having stressful exams. Everyone's having stressful assignments. Everyone's, you know, trying to study when there's a pandemic. So everyone's in it together, you know? And I think, um, you know, when you're put also where it's a big responsibility to be a lead ambassador, you know, you're taking on the role of being a leader in your community and representing within ocean science, which is a big deal. It's a really big deal because you want to make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability. And it's also, you know, it's a, not going to say pressure, but it's just the responsibility to then run events and to do all these things. So I feel really lucky that we have all these girls because these are the you know these girls are doing well in school they're really active in their community and they're also taking on like this whole extra like part of their life to be a lead ambassador so it's not he it's not the most work but it's still a lot of extra work and I think you can say something about that Jill you know having to run events and organize things when you're already doing a million other things it's pretty impressive yeah it's it Honestly, this pandemic came at the worst, but also the best time because I was getting so like overwhelmed with like everything yeah. that I like have to do. And then it kind of, it gave me a chance to chill out, but I also am missing out on all these events that I had planned as a lead ambassador for my mm. university, which like I go to a very, I just graduated actually. So like, I don't know, I went to um, a very <laughs> small university. Where, where are you, Jill? I'm in Atlantic Canada, so New okay, Brunswick. Yeah. It's it's up near Maine. If you have like, I don't <laughs> I know, know if you guys Maine know is. Canada. I just I just like pictured somewhere in Canada. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> just so kind of the same time, though, so you have to be on like the the eastern coast, East coast right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like. You mean like Maine? Isn't Maine in America or is Maine Canadian? Yeah, no, Maine Maine is America, but it's um like it's just right above Maine, like. We're, oh, okay. we're connected to me oh I get you I see I see wait are you at St John yeah yeah that's why I remember someone being from St John because I just mapped it and I see you I see you you are on the <laughs> bay bay of Fundy <laughs> yeah that's it the highest tides in the world not to like yeah. brag or anything but, like, <laughs> drag, but pretty cool I say as if I created the tides yeah <laughs> You are Poseidon. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, it is a really cool place to live. But aside from being like, it's a very small university, like less than 8,000 students, I want to say. Like, Well, that's what kind of makes our jobs interesting is I think the thing I struggled with most being an ambassador coordinator was that I didn't realize how different every university was. Yeah. And so, you know, some people can't do the things that I could do at my university. And so I think it takes a lot of kind of research and adapting to all of these different kinds of environments and universities and trying to make events that people can do there. And also it's hard at some university students, you know, they want to get women in social science kind of as a program, so like kind of a club. Um, installed at their university and that's like a challenging system and it's different everywhere you go and so you have to be really adaptable as lead ambassadors I think and because I I know that's something that I've definitely learned a lot is like which is kind of cool too because you get to learn about different countries like how do they run their college programs because I don't know when I learned about the whole how UK and Australia does it (laughs) it's just so different compared to the U.S. And so that's been really interesting, I think, Jill. So that's a cool yeah. thing that you brought up. It, it has been very interesting to try and figure out how to work this with like a very small university. And then at that mm. university, the majority is like business or arts and just like mm. basic sciences. And I, we do have a very strong marine biology program. It's just like not a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been, and it's also interesting to kind of like be in Canada because I remember it was January and someone was like posting about like maybe schedule a beach clean. I was like, do you think people want to go outside right now? Like there's six feet of snow. <laughs> <Probably> freezing. <laughs> like it was, I remember seeing yeah. that. I can do that. Never Just mind. Shovel up some nope. snow. I'm sure some trash will come with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've never seen snow, so I apologize, and I will definitely take that in consideration oh, when I'm doing these cleanups. You've never I mean, seen snow. No, I've never really. I've here, and I've seen snow. I mean, come on. <laughs> I've never really been, like, up past the south in the States, so I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, right? I've traveled to Asia, but I haven't even traveled in my own country. So. <laughs> I, I was born in the old in Connecticut so I grew up with winters of snow yeah (laughs) well if you're wondering what Canada is like it is May 13th today and I woke up to a layer of snow on my oh my god no after after I was out like sunbathing the past two days well like (laughs) sunbathing isn't like like how what was it really that hot though or you're just are you just Canadian it was like plus 10 so like warm that's like plus 10 celsius i don't know what that is in fahrenheit i cannot not help you very hot. plus 10 celsius <laughs> is not warm it's literally plus 14 here today and i have been in like track pants and my ugg boots and like squirreling under my fleece blanket and you're like out there sunbathing here it's gonna <laughs> be like 23 degrees celsius that's oh my word that's it's the so most hot. Canadian thing right I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so back to the LA program. How would somebody go about applying for that if they wanted to join? So if they wanted to apply, it's pretty easy. If you go to our um, website, which is um, If you go, um, we have a page which is just for lead ambassadors and you can click on it um, and there's instructions there on how to apply and pretty much you just apply online through 
um, there's like an online form for you to fill out. So um, yeah, there's like four just, questions on it just yeah. about who you are and what you do and um, what university you go to, how you're a leader in your community, just the basics. Very easy form to fill out and yeah. very rewarding. So I highly yeah. suggest it. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only, the only rules, like, just so everybody knows, you have to be a, a student who's paying out of college to go. And that doesn't matter if your associate's degree, trying to get your bachelor's, your master's, or your PhD. It doesn't matter as long as you're paying to go to university. So um, you can't apply unless you're with a college or university. And I think sometimes we get a few applications in, so I just want to make that pretty clear. Okay, perfect. So if there's if people want to follow along with you guys and your journeys, is there anywhere they can do that? Like your social media or anything? Oh, yeah, like our, our personal journeys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I have all social media. <laughs> I have um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, mostly all my names are Maddie Loves Wales because I do. Yep, love that. We love um, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check me out. I, I love seeing what everybody in the world's up to, and I don't really care who you are. I just I think everybody's journey is incredible. And so, yeah, give me a follow. Definitely, definitely would love that. Awesome. And yours, Michaela? Yeah, so mine, I have a Twitter account, but I'm, Twitter is, I don't know, I'm still warming up to it. It's, it's difficult to keep on track with Twitter, I think. I'm just, don't follow me on Twitter yeah. too much. Just follow me on Instagram. So. Once you get into it, though, you'll love it because yeah. science Twitter is amazing. Know, yeah, that's true. Know, science Twitter is better than just regular Twitter. That, like, that like all marine biologists are on Twitter and I was on Twitter and I was like yes this is amazing but then I just kind of fell off the bandwagon a little bit but I'm main, mainly on Instagram or on Facebook too as well um, but my Instagram is just Michaela and then it's 4341 so just my name and then 4341 pretty easy perfect well thank you guys so much for joining me today and talking all about this it was amazing to have you on Thank you so much, Jill. This was yeah. awesome. My first Thank podcast. Woohoo! I know, first podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Water Women podcast. It was so nice getting to talk to Michaela and Madison about the Lead Ambassador Program with Women in Ocean Science. Make sure to follow along on their journeys on their social medias. And as always, check out the Water Women social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Water Women Podcast and on Twitter at Water Women Pod. Make sure to also check out our website at waterwomenpodcast.weebly.com. Make sure to use our coupon code WATERWOMEN when checking out a stream to see sunscreen for some reef safe sunscreen this summer. And until next week, stay salty. Mm-hmm.